0: Hello and welcome to the I Disagree podcast with Jordan Coburn and
1: Steve Shustick. Hello.
0: Yes, Steve. How are you doing on these quarantine days?
1: You know, I'm hanging in there. I'm not, I'm not having a bad time at all. I guess I'm pretty lucky. What about you?
0: I feel the same. I feel super fortunate. And yeah, um, this is our first episode in a while that has been co- COVID times. Uh, all of our backlogged episodes from The Better Days are gone, and here we are, now just uh, talking remotely. Yeah, Alone.
1: yeah. so uh, <laughs> like, like Jordan said, uh, we, we've, we've run out of backlogged episodes that we recorded pre-quarantine, so now we are, we are purely winging it, trying to get guests when we can that have uh, recording equipment at their house that they can uh, call in remotely. Uh, unfortunately this week we did not have a guest but hey you still got us we're hanging out right
0: oh yes most definitely i mean you and i disagree on plenty enough after all that was the origin of us choosing each other in the first place so i think we'll be good
1: (laughs) yeah i think we can find something to fight about (laughs) yeah Um, totally i guess let's go ahead and get into the warm-up topics so if you guys listened to the last covid episode we did with mike friedman uh i mentioned uh i am putting a uh a call to patrons out there to to help us with uh, getting the equipment to do the remote podcasting with. If you heard the Mike Freeman episode, you probably heard my mic and heard how shitty it sounded. That's because I didn't have a mic. So I want to extend a warm thank you to everybody who has contributed to the Patreon. Uh, we have been able to get a new microphone and a USB to XRL cord in order to do this remote. So hopefully this episode sounds better uh, audio-wise. If you do want to contribute yes. to our Patreon, you would go to patreon.com slash i disagree podcast got it nailed it stuck the landing (laughs) on that one for the first time it is a special time in the history of the i disagree podcast fam
0: It's too hard, dude. All these fucking different usernames and we're 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 too small baby fish. That's a term that doesn't exist anywhere. We're the we're, we're too small to get anybody to bully anyone on Twitter into giving us the handle that's more consistent with the rest of our messaging. So we have to memorize all of these like minutely different phrases. That's but absolutely yes. right.
1: If if you wanted to follow <laughs> us on Twitter, you would go to at the I Disagree Pod. So add a the and remove a cast. And then you found us on Twitter. (laughs) Does that make sense, everyone? You guys following along at home? Yes.
0: Also, if you go to Instagram, we're at I Disagree Podcast. Back to our ideal name, which we are able to snag on Patreon. Uh, But, yeah, follow us on Instagram, too. And we started posting these cute little patio. Patio. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Oh! Wow! (laughs) i love when being an idiot works out
1: you really really farce gumped your way into that one that was perfect
0: (laughs) yeah everyone's gonna think i'm a genius but i actually just eat chocolate all day and uh (laughs) fart mostly but yeah i think um they're cute little audio clips that we've been posting of our, our little funny banters on our social media so you know check us out Look out for those. If you're already listening, then I guess there's no point. But I digress. Follow us friends. on social media. I need a PR person, man. I am not good at this. Here we go.
1: Well, um, a- yes. Anyways,
0: anyways, you were trying to start the warm up topic. So oh right, yeah, care. yeah.
1: So, uh, yes. saying about if if you contribute to the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash I Disagree Podcast, one of the perks of being a patron is that you commit. some submit warm-up topics for us like little silly things for us to fight about so we got a couple good ones this week uh i want to start with uh our good friend eric mickelson shout out yes. to eric mickelson Go, Eric! Um, thank you jordan best horror movie villain
0: <clears throat> oh interesting okay god best horror movie villain Ah, you know, I'm inclined to say the Tooth Fairy from When Darkness Falls because it traumatized me as a child, and I still can't sleep at night. But is that, is that a real thing? It is. Writing wise, it's probably one of the worst horror movies that's ever existed. But when I watched it, it was it was the first horror movie I could bring myself to stomach because it had an adorable undertone of the Tooth Fairy. But it was an evil Tooth Fairy that
1: came Wait, killed this, you. Wait, is this, this is the one with the rock <laughs>
0: in it? Oh, no. I don't think so. This is like this is like a campier like it's not even campy actually. It's just fucking bad, dude. If anyone's watched this movie When Darkness Falls, you got to tweet at us and and uh <laughs> it's so bad, but uh, truly, it's this like it's this ter- you know, there's like the reveal of her at the end. Basically, it's <laughs> the light that burns her, hence the name When Darkness Falls. So, whenever the light comes, it, like, sears her skin and shit, but there's this image of when the light finally gets, like, flashed on her in, like, some lighthouse, cry- like, scene, and it's it's so terrifying. It was so terrifying to me. I thought I was such a badass. I was like, hey, guys, I got a really cool movie to show you, and I was, like, 10 years old or something, and um, it was just so, first off, not that scary to anybody else, but it has truly traumatized me forever, so...
1: That seems like had- a, a, a like she's getting burned by the sun. Yes, that, that's a lot of trouble to go through just to leave a couple bucks under a kid's pillow. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, that's the that's the thing. She never left the money. Only oh! death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so not. Oh my god. So she, she, she's just ripping these kids off. She's just taking yes. her teeth, not leaving a tip, and being all gross about it.
0: Well, I think if my memory is correct, see, I haven't gone back to watch the movie since because it's it scared me so much. I don't want to retrigger all of those <laughs> things. But I think what happens is the kid. Also, I could totally be making. Let me let me just fact check myself here. When this is another perk of our COVID <laughs> episodes, everyone is we have laptops now to fact check ourselves. Which yes, yeah, so I, far- ha- I currently
1: have Infowars.com <laughs> open in case uh, I need to correct anything that Jordan <laughs> says. <But. laughs> Okay. Darkness- appears- oh,
0: oh
1: <laughs> uh, did sorry. you know fluoride makes you gay? I just found that out, by the way. Oh, go on.
0: Wait, what was? It? Oh, fluoride. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that what it's done to the frogs? Is is that <laughs> is that what started that? Yeah. Okay, darkness. Darkness Falls is a 2003 supernatural horror film. Um, the film follows Kyle Walsh. Oh, that name sends shiver down my spine. I haven't thought about that name in a long time. Uh, who witnesses his mother's murder at the hands of the spirit of a whim- of a woman lynched by an angry mob more than 150 years ago? Twelve years later, he returns to his childhood home because Michael Green. Wait, there's nothing about a tooth fairy yeah, in here.
1: I was just gonna. Say oh wait.
0: Oh wait. No, no. 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 Wait. Yes, I did. Okay. Plot. Plot in the in in the middle of the nineteenth century in the town of Darkness Falls, elderly widow Matilda Dixon was adored by the town's children. She would give them a gold coin whenever they lost a tooth, earning her the nickname Tooth Fairy. One night, a fire broke out in her house and let her fa- left her face disfigured, and severely sensitive to light. She wore a white porcelain mask, terrifying anyone that has a toilet face is the scariest thing. In the world. And and. And would only leave her house at night. However, the town's adults were suspicious of Matilda, believing her to be a witch, and you know, so I, on and so
1: forth. I gotta say, in, in terms of villain names, Toilet Face is a lot better than Tooth Fairy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyone that's wearing a porcelain mask is asking for it. Yeah, much, but yeah, mouth so, ass. <laughs> yes. So, I encourage you. Are do you like horror films, Steve?
1: Um. Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen a good one in a long time. I loved it when I was little. I, I don't know how well they've aged, you know. Like I was a big Freddy Krueger guy, but like some of those movies oh, are totally. just straight trash. Part one is still classic. I don't care what anybody says. That first Wes Craven joint,
0: Woo, y- Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. When the fucking the the chick is like crawling up the wall or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like when he's oh, going God. down the alley
1: and he's got the long arms.
0: Oh god, yeah. I have to actually I cannot disagree with you on this at all. I agree. In fact, I need to change my answer. That shit fucked me up. And I watched it last year <laughs> for the first time.
1: Oh, part 1?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, have you seen any after that one? Nope. Oh my god, the quality just goes in the tank immediately. Oh. Uh, yeah, not but...
0: in a campy way, just Oh, like... in a
1: very campy way, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So it's kind of meant to look dumb. <laughs> Uh,
1: i don't know what their intent was honestly <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well okay i agree so, with you on, i agree with you on that so uh yeah you should watch you should watch darkness falls though and let me know <laughs> oh well <laughs> let me know let me oh, know if well. you think it's a scary film
1: <laughs> when you really break it down like i know they they, they took the tooth fairy and tried to, to make it scary but when you when you break it down like the whole concept of the tooth fairy is like creepy anyway like why what's she doing with all those teeth
0: oh what's yeah she dude, need them you- for I'm telling you, there's going to be a day when women just start attacking everybody and no one will have seen it coming. Not only will they have not seen it coming, they will have insured themselves against ever protecting themselves from a woman criminal because they didn't think we could do it. Well, guess what? We can murder, too.
1: And for your teeth.
0: (laughs) Yes. Exactly. (laughs) People are like, what
1: do women really want? Turns out you'll grill (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. oh jesus yeah you're so right though tooth fairy is a very scary concept it is entirely based on a home intruder as is santa claus
1: you know that's true well I mean, at least he's leaving something he's not taking like unused spare body parts that's that's true <laughs> just
0: uh, can you yeah. can you imagine if that's what all of the holiday people were were based on just taking Give their, your, your spare fingernail spare body <laughs> it's just the creepiest most like (laughs) ceremonial voodoo shit hey look it's
1: the toe jam wizard
0: (laughs) (laughs) it comes on may 17th every (laughs) year
1: (laughs) oh speaking of which uh happy birthday to jordan coburn everyone
0: hey thank you thank you so much i'm 27 years old now i'm gonna die
1: yikes yeah you're getting up there Hang in there. I know.
0: God, how old are you, you old fuck?
1: I'm 39. I'm, I'm too old to get drafted at this point.
0: <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's a perk. They no, I meant I'm to the look NBA. At. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. So, if we ever, if we ever, if Kim Jong un reemerges with his zombie heart, you can still uh, be drafted then.
1: I guess. I don't know. I'm sure if they wanted me, they'd, they'd come and get me.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about that? Anyway, that's another topic. <laughs> 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 I don't Uh-oh. want to be
1: drafted by Kim Jong-un.
0: <laughs> well, to fight Kim Jong-un.
1: I think I could take him.
0: I mean, I don't see them asking you, Steve Shustick, to personally fight Kim Jong-un. i I be- <laughs> I think it'd be more of a pressing button situation somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. They <laughs> need somebody to do a podcast about the assassination. Yeah. Alright, um. let's, let's, let's move on to the next one yes uh another another good one. Uh, eric mickelson sent a bunch let me let me see which one i think is the best
0: thank you eric yes yeah, if you me. sign up at the five dollar level or more you get to send in warm-up topics for us and we'd love it and then at another tier i think it's at 20 dollars, you get to submit a main event topic and you could dictate the entire uh i mean really and, and i am control this whole the- thing
1: I believe that the only person we currently have at that tier, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is David in Brooklyn. Um, yes, David. So, thank you, uh, David, and if you uh if you have something uh a little bit more serious you want us to fight about, uh, send it in. We'll do our best.
0: You know what? I just realized it's the $50 tier that makes it uh <laughs> that you get to pick the main event topic, but maybe we'll make it the $20 tier. You know what? Why do we do why you do might, we do that?
1: David we're gonna get, We're gonna give you a freebie anyway. Go on, shoot us one.
0: Yeah, David's the fucking best. He's really cool. So yeah, send us a main event topic, David. And <laughs> if anyone else wants to get in on this, join in. We'll do a special. We'll do a misspoke special at twenty dollars a month. <laughs> you get to suggest a main event topic.
1: I love it. All right. Here, here's another one from Eric. Best superpower. Best superpower. I could go right. a lot of different ways with that i I do like yes. the idea of being able to stop time,
0: oh God, I disagree. Are you kidding me? Get the shit over with?
1: <laughs> well, I don't mean for you, you stop time for everybody else, then you could do whatever you want, like rob a bank or whatever, then snap oh, that's your fingers even worse
0: and... then you're just getting progressively older compared to the rest of your companions and anyone that loves you.
1: okay, you've immediately talked me out of this one, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you would you would stop time to rob banks.
1: I mean, I'm sure I could, I mean, give me, I'd I'd have all the time in the world to think up other nefarious plots. I think I'd probably start with (laughs) banks, and then get bored and be like, all right, what else can I do?
0: I feel like if you could stop time, you should stop it with a plan. You shouldn't stop it. And then you said time to brainstorm. Use, (laughs) use the, (laughs) use the regular time to brainstorm.
1: (laughs) Doesn't that seem like a waste of time though?
0: (laughs) i guess it does i mean really as long as you can stand not interacting with humans in any sort of meaningful way you could just have time stopped for yourself all the time um but again then it's that
1: (laughs) would that be your superpower not having to interact
0: no you know what i actually i love i love people i really do um i'm trying to think my superpower i mean i go to like flying but that's just because of you know that childlike obsession of when you experience that in your dreams and shit i don't dream of flying anymore isn't that
1: sad it
0: stopped it stopped when i got my period (laughs) now
1: (laughs) that's why there are no women pilots Did you know that <laughs> That's true. It's I actually <laughs> not true. There's this there's this one uh uh female pilot in particular. She's they call her I guess the female um Oh shit, who was the Scully, right? Sully?
0: Oh yes, Tom Hanks.
1: Yeah, th- there was uh <laughs>
0: the guy I... that landed the plane in the Hudson or something.
1: Yeah, there's a lady pilot and I don't know her name unlike I know Sully's, which I'm sure you'd have a comment on that in how things are represented in the media. But when she did <laughs> Was a, you know what I mean? Because he's a household name, but listen, to what she did not that he's not a badass too.
0: This is true. Not only is she not a household name, but you're referring to her as a lady pilot, <laughs> which,
1: <laughs> that, that, which I mean, makes
0: it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So she's really good at the flying part, but it's, it's like after she lands, like parallel parking at the runway gives her a hard time. But other than that, she's on top of it. But, but she was she was piloting some flight from like New Mexico to somewhere. And like one of the fins on the the, the turbine came off. Like did you call did you
0: call it a turbine?
1: Turbine turbine.
0: I I I think it's a turbine, but just hearing you say turbine and just imagining a literal <laughs> turbine made me laugh. <laughs> I think I think it's turbine. I'm sorry to make fun of you. That was just a funny image in my head. Anyways, <laughs> anyways,
1: <laughs> the, the blade came off in midair and like hit the side of the plane like smashed open one of the windows and sucked one of the passengers out of the window and so it depressurized the cabin. One of the engines is fucked. And she like had to like like uh like re uh I don't know what they call it, but she had to change directions and, and change her <laughs> flight pan and like basically coast into some random airport and landed. And the only person that died was the person that got sucked out the window.
0: Ah oh, man, that's what I was gonna ask. I just imagine them cruising down and the guys just like holding on. <laughs> 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 just, <laughs> like just Tom as they land yeah as they land he just kind of like quick runs until he catches up with, with himself <laughs> god that's but, so awful
1: but it's it's actually it's a it's a pretty cool story so uh i don't remember her name but that'd be something cool for the uh the listeners to, to google and drop in our twitter mentions uh if you guys could find that story because it's a real good story and i would she she deserves a little bit more credit
0: how very so. feminist of you, Steve.
1: Yeah, that's that's about all that you're going to get out of me today, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> That is that is entirely tragic though. Sorry I just made fun of that. That's fucking horrifying. I think I remember hearing about that story actually. Mm. Um Oh god, yeah. That's so crazy. There's so many there's so much how much how many times do you think like crazy shit happens on planes that we just don't even hear about?
1: You know, I think about that all the time. Like how many times have you been on a flight that like, something like really bad happened in the cockpit and you didn't hear a thing about it? Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably, you know, probably yeah. not that much really. Actually. Yeah. Planes never crash. Which is insane.
0: Uh, I would knock on wood. Well, yeah, I don't sure. Know. I mean, I guess there's no there's not much planeage happening right now. But no. yeah. Yeah, there's dude, my dad okay, I'll make this story quick, but <laughs> there was this. One time, me, my dad, and Ryan were all hanging out, and my, and my sister, and my dad was like, let's do a contest where we see who can, like, find the most interesting, like, cool, you know, like, blow-your-mind YouTube video. We're like, okay, and so we all, like, think of ours that we have as an example to put on, and we all show ours and stuff, and it's, like, just cool shit, like, crazy car videos or whatever, like, those Russian dash cams or something. Yeah just like wild videos and my dad puts on this video and it's this plane and it's like the title is called the impossible landing and he puts this video on and it's a i'm not kidding it's a 45 minute long video (laughs) that's that's documenting the entire scene of this plane that everything went wrong with it like the engines went out the fucking like other mechanisms in the plane were going off. It was like losing height, altitude or whatever. It was just, it was completely fucked up. It it looked like, you know, there was no possibility they could pull itself out of it to make matters worse. It was kids fly free day. So the whole plane is oh filled with kids. The whole plane's filled with kids. We're sitting here and we're like, dad, this is a really long. I mean, this is like crazy, but this is a really long video. And he's like, just wait, just wait, just wait. <laughs> and so, we we get to the we get to the end of the video as the plane is like teetering left and right and the the pilot's like, Oh god, you know, I don't know if I can can I can I make am I gonna make this and and everybody's you know just holding their breath, right? It gets to the triumphant moment when it lands and then the plane just still crashes and everybody on board dies. What? Your dad's a psychopath <laughs> We're like, Dad, what the fuck? And he goes, I've never seen it. It just <laughs> sounded really cool. <laughs> I was like, This is like the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life now. <laughs> we're all just like silent and like mourning the loss of all these children. Jesus was- <laughs> Christ. I know. It was like, so darkly hilarious but so fucking and he's like and he's like what i mean it was called the impossible landing
1: <laughs> <laughs> i like how there are no rules to this contest like you don't have to see the video first before you submit it or anything
0: yeah just whatever sounds cool Ugh, god anyways planes crazy
1: yeah, so yeah I-
0: superhero fly i would want to fly
1: yeah i, I still want to stop time
0: all right. Well, agree to disagree.
1: Yeah, I there you have it, folks. <laughs> Let's move on to our last one. This one comes from uh Aaron Hutton and I don't really have a stance on this one, but uh, she, uh, best ice cream. Uh Breyers, Dryers or Tillamook? Oh.
0: Interesting.
1: Are you familiar oh, with God. any of those? brands
0: i am i am yes the branding on briars is very strong and i still to this day remember small children eating it in front of a black background just like mm-hmm. mm, briars is delicious or whatever they say um let's see briars is that one that's in like oval black tubs do you know what those ones look like and then it says like briars or at least that used to be their packaging and well, it says, why is like, there
1: a briars and a dryers that that bugs me well
0: the dryers has a weird little, like, shitty animation of a person skipping over the logo like it was a cow jumping over the moon, if my memory is correct. And this says nothing about the contents of what's inside the tub, but that's that's how they've separated themselves. And I think their, their cartons are more like yellow. You could tell how much I fucking ate ice cream <laughs> growing up. Right. <laughs> and then Tillamook. Tillamook, I think they also make cheese. I've Would never make even sense? heard
1: of Is it Tillamook? Tillamook? I don't know. Is it
0: Is it till, I have no idea.
1: I've never heard tillamook, of it. Tillamook, Tillamook. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I know it's really off brand for me, but I'm going to go with Ben & Jerry's, man. I think those those hippies really really worked out mm. the uh the formula to make a nice yeah. ice cream dish.
0: Well, as much as I hate to agree with you, um I am a Vermonter at heart, so I agree 100% Ben & Jerry's. Yeah. Fi- final answer
1: yeah i mean when it comes to like hippies i don't know if i trust them with like policy but when it comes to like making tasty (laughs) treats for when you're high like no 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 better you know there it is yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yeah because you know bill clinton was just sitting around smoking weed all day the fucking democrats have been narcs too this whole time it's only until recently they've changed their tune on that shit what on weed yeah any hippie shit they're really not hippies
1: Oh, I'm saying Ben and Jerry's are, aren't they? I mean, it's literally oh, yeah, Jerry yeah, Garcia. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 totally. Sorry, I thought you were talking about ben, Democrats though? in general. Uh, am I right
1: about that? Is Jerry Garcia no, the no, Jerry and no. Ben and Jerry's?
0: No, they made they made a uh, a flavor called Cherry Garcia that was like like a you know paying tribute to Jerry Garcia because oh. obviously the the things that Vermonts listening to is entirely embodied in that band <laughs> but um, no Ben and Jerry they have a real they're the factory if you ever go to Vermont you gotta go to the Ben and Jerry's factory Ben and Jerry's okay here we go Wikipedia um Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield were childhood friends from Merrick, New York imposters although greenfield <laughs> finished college he found himself unable to make his way into medical school classic ice cream eater cohen dropped out of school also classic in 1977 classic. cohen and greenfield completed a correspondence course on ice cream making from pennsylvania state university's creamery cohen has severe uh, it, anosmia a lack of sense of smell or taste And so relied on mouthfeel and texture to provide variety in his diet. What the fuck? That's crazy.
1: Mouthfeel?
0: Yeah, that's what it says. It's in quotes. (laughs) And so we're (laughs) so You're
1: gonna try and pass off mouthfeel like it's a common phrase. You better put that shit in quotes. Mouthfeel. That's making up shit.
0: (laughs) Mouthfeel. That's spoken, yeah, like a like a true northeastern stoner. And This led to the company's trademark chunks being mixed in with their ice cream. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, not Jerry Garcia. Um, But I totally agree with you. What's your favorite flavor?
1: Uh, yeah, I can't, I, name some.
0: Uh, Coffee Heath Bar Crunch is a classic. Mm. There's Fish Food, which is so fucking good. It's like I've chocolate with a yeah, marshmallow yeah, yeah. swirl and little chocolate fishy poops. Mm-hmm. And then um I mean, let's see, cherry Garcia, obviously. Uh mint chip. Their mint chip is super mint chip good. is fire,
1: yeah. That's they, my they favorite ice cream got... flavor to begin with, is is mint chocolate chip.
0: Nice. That's my little sister's favorite flavor too. Hmm. Um let's see. God, what else do I mean they have oh, americone Dream is really she good. Colbert's
1: americone Dream is fire. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it's so good. Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough obviously is f- fucking delicious. Strawberry cheesecake is bomb.
1: What's the one that has the cows on the on the on the label?
0: I, I think every single one.
1: Oh yeah, that's the one <laughs> I like.
0: <laughs> Wait, was that that's a joke? <laughs> no, but it is now. Let's leave it in. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, let's see. Strawberry shortcake blueberry vanilla graham oh these are just their greek frozen yogurt line um oh my apple pie oh god i want it <laughs> I, I want it now yeah we disagree on that though totally yeah, so-
1: sorry aaron uh but thank thank you for the question but yeah i think uh we have eliminated all three of your choices
0: yeah, Erin is the best. She is a patron and longtime listener and friend now of the other podcast that I'm on, Muller Shiro and Daily Beans. Oh yeah, and we actually did a thing when we all went um, when Mueller Shiro won the Webby Award last year. We all went to New York to receive it, and we did a thing where we like put out a call to patrons to go in with us on buying a table at the award ceremony, and we got a bunch of listener, not a bunch like. Um, like four listeners that came with us on the trip, and Aaron was one of them with her husband Brad. And it was just oh, cool. it was so fun. Like, we all met in New York and, like, hung out. It was fucking, it was so fun.
1: Two cool. Yeah. Really Aaron, Aaron, Aaron uh, I know Aaron because she was nice to me on Twitter when everybody else was being meanie faces. So.
0: Yes. When Steve came on Muller, she wrote and everyone hated him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. But Aaron was very nice. So, thank you, Aaron. Yes. And thank you for your questions or for your yes. contributions, your suggestions, rather. Yes. Yeah.
0: Aaron is so sweet. Hello, Aaron. Thank you. Okay, cool. Well, that seems like a good place to uh, put a cap on the warm-up topics for now. Yeah, that was a pretty. That was that was a nice, smooth sailing one. There weren't too many contentious ones in there. That's nice. Yeah. That's a nice warm-up. Yeah. Are you ready for our main event?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All
0: right. So today for our main event. Uh we haven't really talked about we we had that one COVID nineteen episode with Mike who went to China and learned nothing. And <laughs> that was and <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was entirely a non-authoritative voice on the subject. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But very entertaining. <laughs> very entertaining. H- hilarious. Um but yeah, for so much has happened, obviously, since you know we started releasing I Disagree our backlogged episodes. And we're on it now where every week we're going to be recording new stuff and it's virtually impossible to not talk about the elephant in the room which is COVID-19 and we've been in quarantine now for f- fuck what day what day of quarantine are we on at this point
1: that's a great question know. like I've, I've completely lost track of time
0: yeah I was like good about writing in my journal and writing it down but that has since fallen off like everything else in my life I try to do consistently so I think we're I mean, yeah, months almost. I mean, full month of April, and there was a couple weeks in March, so we're coming up on two months and not too long here. And the question of when do we reopen and how do we reopen is dominating not only the national news, but also all of our friends, like in the comedy scene, and especially comics and artists right now. That depend on live events for income. It's just people are getting super antsy, and it's a really scary time for everybody. That like, yeah, just really anybody. Also, that just is needing human interaction, and also the economy is a mm. fucking huge thing. And I know Steve, you have a lot of money opinions. So um, Steve and I have different views on on what it should look like. And you know, a, I'm a not lot really of,
1: sure that we do. But uh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No 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 that's totally that's totally fair. Go ahead. Well what no you no saying?
1: you you go ahead. You you had you had a thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean basically we have different views on what role the government should play in economics in general. So just from from in some ways. So from that perspective, I think that we probably disagree a decent amount maybe on like what programs should be extended to people and when and for how long and and um, like, what personal liberties should be sacrificed for how long, and that kind of thing. And that's that's something that we thought me and Steve should talk through, and would be interesting, timely, and entertaining. What yeah. say you, Steve?
1: Um. Yeah, I I agree with everything you just said. We are going to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A very controversial statement. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Well, I, I I guess let's let's take it one thing at a time. You were you were talking about uh the economy, I guess, in benefits. What, what what's your take on that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, here, how about this? We can set ground rules for it. What why don't we talk we'll talk about the economy, the economic implications, and then social implications. And then is there anything else you can think of that we should cover? This is something we definitely should have done before recording live, sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're hanging out.
0: <laughs> Steve's catchphrase whenever we get shirts that's going to be one of the shirts I like it eh, eh we're oh, hanging, hanging out
1: It's yeah. <laughs> having a good time you know it's a big deal
0: I love that that's such a good merch idea actually in due time, <laughs> in due time. how about we cast. start with those yeah we'll start with those two things um okay or maybe so like like overstepping of government perhaps
1: I, I think I can comment on the the well you have a lot of people protesting right now, and you see these guys oh, out protesting, God. and a lot of people are giving these people shit. And I would yeah, say, re- remove re- remove the like the idiots in Michigan that are walking into the Capitol with guns. Like you should be yeah. giving those idiots shit, because um, that's just not helpful to anyone. But. Like, a lot of these protests, people are like, oh, these dummies need to get inside. Well, these dummies, like, their livelihood has been destroyed. You know what I mean? They, they can't work. They can't pay their rent. And they're not hearing anything from the government about when this is going to be over or even, like, what metric we're using to determine when it's over. So we're just Can in this we... holding pattern with no information while businesses are crumbling. And people are, like, what is it, like, 33 million people unemployed now? Like, that's an insane I, number. I saw,
0: yeah, I saw on CNN one in every five has actually, like, filed for unemployment.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so, that's insane. I mean, I don't know whether they should be protesting or not, but well, first of all, I think they I'm glad they are even if they're wrong. And that's generally just how I feel when I Like you know who um Maybe Penn that Jill- makes
0: you more American than I, Steve, because <laughs> when I see Well, before we go forward, I was thinking, can we pick a protest that we that we both are comfortable examining? Like you don't want to talk about the Michigan protesters? I think that's totally fair. The people bringing guns and screaming in the faces of, like, capital police officers and shit. Um, yeah, but- I, just,
1: I don't think that's helpful to anybody. Like, if you're having a <laughs> gun rights rally and you bring your gun, that makes sense. But this is a rally about opening up the economy. Why do you, why do you need a gun? Who are you helping? How is that sent the right message?
0: Yes. Okay, great. I love to start off on a solid agreement, especially from a gun butt like you. So... We can do, (laughs) I just, I'm sorry, that sounded, um, I don't even know what that means, gun butt. Um, I'm thinking the San Diego protest downtown, for example, like something like that, like where a bunch of people like gathered in the streets and they're just holding signs mostly and that's pretty much all it was. There wasn't any sort of like a massive demonstration or anything like outside of just being there. So like something like that, right, is like what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: very cool. Okay, yes. Okay, so continue. Sorry. You were saying
1: um well even if they're wrong and I, I mean, well, the media likes to like nut pick, if you've heard that expression before, well they'll, they'll nut- focus nut on pick? the nut Yeah, it, it's like nitpicking but you're nut picking. So you're, you're 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 specifically focusing your your coverage on all like the craziest people in a gathering. Mm and you see this at, at any kind of protest it's it's called nutpicking so they find the craziest guy with the most poorly written sign and the worst grammar and they interview that guy and this guy represents everybody a lot of those people are just people that don't want their businesses to close that don't want their savings to be depleted and want to be able to feed their kids so even if they're wrong like
0: okay but this is what i don't get also nutpick is a fantastic term thank you that's amazing. not mine, and yeah. so, right no yeah but that's But that's so true. That pisses me off a lot about like CNN too. I'm getting really pissed off with CNN lately also just because you turn on this shit and it's like, well, I know that you guys are picking the most dramatic interpretations and examples of literally all the stuff that you're reporting on Mm -hmm. at times. And so that just becomes frustrating because for me, someone that agrees with their general opinions, it's like they all like the other the other side i'm so (laughs) that's totally not in the spirit of uh well it is in the spirit of this podcast i guess but like but like the other side is already wrong you don't need to like right sensationalize it and blow it up and nutpick like you say but with that being with that being said i do think it's it's very hard for me to believe that they're really just like out there because their businesses are closed and they're like, let us go, let us go back to work and stuff. There are jobs that they could get right now that they're not getting. You know? Like, there are so many grocery stores or stores that are hiring. There are other frontline jobs that are hiring. They don't want to do those jobs. There's like a huge disconnect, it seems, between like basically when they're protesting. It seems to me that they just want life to go back to their normal as soon as possible, regardless of what that means for other people. And they're glossing over the fact that we're in an unprecedented time that's going to require unprecedented coordination and patience from people. And that's what pisses me off. It's like, you don't want a fucking job. There's so many jobs out. Go get a fucking job. That's not what you're complaining about. You're complaining about the fact that your life is different.
1: Well... I mean that that might be true in some cases but I mean say say you're a small business owner and you own like a a restaurant and your restaurant is closed like yeah I guess you could go pick up shifts like bagging groceries or but how's that going to pay the pay your mortgage on on your restaurant like how's that going to pay your staff
0: yeah but we're moot- we're also like inching towards reopening restaurants and all like pretty much all the governors at this point have a phased plan for how they're going to do it and so much of the plans just are like you know just hang in there i promise this is coming in a couple months and they they've the governments trying to put in the this is the irony the the ppp loans are being eaten up and gobbled up by these like big companies and uh-huh. The fact that they're not protesting that and are ins- instead protesting that we need to just reopen up everything altogether—it seems like they're missing the point. It's mm-hmm. like you're 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 complaining because you're not, and it's fair. Like it's totally fair that they're pissed off and frustrated by the whole situation. But I just think that their target is on the wrong thing.
1: Yeah, you might be right about that, but you also have to look at it like. And again, like, I don't even know if I necessarily agree with them, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that they're there for, for, for the first reasons, like, you know, we're, we're Americans and this is supposed to be the freest country in the world. A, A crisis happened. The government told us, Hey, you have to shut everything down. You have to go indoors. I'm glad that there's at least somebody out there that's like, Hey, wait a minute. Even if it's ultimately the right call by the government, I'm glad just that there is a certain segment of free Americans. that's like, Hey, you can't make us do that. You know, because this reminds me, oh, yeah, we do, we we do still live in a free country. Those guys are still there. Even even if they're wrong, you know? The, yeah, the, the government I, just tells everybody that. to go inside. Not 100% of Americans should just go along with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: But if they did, things would be better faster, though.
1: I I don't know if that's the case. I mean, I think if, if 98% of the countries maintaining quarantine and 2% go to have a rally, I don't think that really moves the needle one way or the other in, in terms yeah, of
0: like, un- unfortunately, I don't feel like those percentages are what they are.
1: Oh, I just made that f- up.
0: Yeah. No, no, totally. I-, I just think like your point is like most people are following it. So if the the small amount of people that are not, that doesn't really make too much of a difference. Unfortunately, I feel like that kind of sentiment gets amplified and and then when when one person sees someone post that and then they see another person post it then they retweet it and it's like some rally cry across social media like we've seen it happen on facebook with the people even in our immediate friend group you know i Uh, won't name names but there was (laughs) there are people there are people that were like this is fucking bullshit, I'm planning, I'm staging a protest to Sacramento and we're going to bring our guns. I know you didn't want to talk about the nuts, but like, <laughs> then, <laughs> but then but then that person sees this other guy that's like, yeah, fuck this shit, you know, question everything, and then even though they might not even agree on the extreme levels of their re- resistance, um, they still kind of amp each other up, basically, because yeah. they think, should I? You know, there's some sort of threshold they have to cross where they're like, should I put it out there that this is dumb and we should all be fighting for this to end? And then as soon as they cross that threshold, the more people that cross that threshold with them, the more solidified they feel in thinking that was like the right thing to do. And I just think that that's like super dangerous.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're, you're probably right, but I I would still rather that there are people that there are some people at least ringing a bell like hey you can't the government can't make us stay inside you know yeah just i'm staying inside i was i was quarantining before they told me to you know what i mean i was i was quarantined like a week or two before they made it official so i'm all for it but i'm glad everybody's not for it just out of the blue automatically you know yeah,
0: just like on principle
1: yeah and also
0: i get what you're saying i part of me wants to yeah go ahead sorry
1: and yeah, I also look at it like from just from like a San Diego perspective. Like San Diego has not been hit hard by COVID. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but like we're not New York City, you know. And if if and we all agreed, we all is like, hey, okay, crisis. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stay inside for several weeks. We're gonna flatten the curve. The idea behind that is people are still gonna get a f- infected, but we're gonna spread out the infection so it doesn't overwhelm the hospitals. Okay, we're like seven weeks in. The hospitals aren't overwhelmed and every restaurant's closed and a zillion people are unemployed. Like, there needs to be more information like what we're trying to do here. You know? Yeah, can, I
0: agree with you on that.
1: Like, am I am I wrong? Am, am I misunderstanding the original intent of flatten the curve?
0: I don't think so. I mean, I think the point was that you get, essentially, if if it hits a peak, like, it looked like it was... Going to hit and then hit and surpassed in New York relatively obviously, our density of populations are like so different, right. but yeah, basically buying time for the healthcare system essentially is buying time for the healthcare system to find i guess on its base level not be in a situation where people are like dying in hallways like they were in Italy, and they right. have, were choosing who gets a ventilator and who doesn't super grim shit like that which i don't think we've we have not experienced in california i have not seen i don't even
1: think they've gotten to that point in new york i could be wrong about that but i think it it, like the system bent but didn't break and they got real bad
0: yeah i mean i know in new york i guess that just depends on your opinion of what it means to like bend bend bender well
1: like you said in italy where like people were dying in hallways and they had to like make decisions on right. who gets to live because they literally did not have enough equipment to treat all the people yeah I, yeah i don't I, think I don't it got think, to that point in new york i could be wrong i
0: don't i don't think either i do think though that it, it's the situation where you know healthcare workers are working 12 to 16 hour shifts back to back to back with no breaks and and there's like refrigeration trucks being bought in to just like right throw bodies into right. i think that's been pretty verified yeah, just yeah, yeah. like Mass amounts of death, like someone someone that works in New York in the healthcare system, I forget who it was, but they said that it feels like nine eleven, like every day, right? Just like complete chaos and trying to like stretch, you know, as much as they can, and everybody's like emotionally exhausted, and and it's just like crippling. So, yeah.
1: and I mean, I guess I, the, the the idea is is we do this to avoid that happening in San Diego, but it's like. So we've been under lockdown for seven weeks. Andrew Tar, uh, a, a local San Diego comic, shout him out. I wish I knew his his uh, Twitter handle, but I don't. Uh, I can he, find he, it. He went to the ER uh, like a week or two ago for an unrelated thing, uh, and he said it was empty.
0: And <laughs> he's, so not, he's not claiming
1: he's not claiming conspiracy or anything. But the point is, like, COVID has not hit San Diego. Meanwhile, the entire city's been set, shut down for seven weeks.
0: Yeah. Well, I know it's definitely hit us. I think we've been, like, like a week ago, I know. I was listening to NPR, and I had heard Newsom... Or, not Newsom. Um, fuck. Who would that be? Faulkner? No. Kevin who Faulkner? Is, who was it? God damn it. I can't remember who it was. But he was giving, like, a state of the city address, basically. And he said it was, like, our deadliest day. And I think we were at, like, 130 or something for, like, the day. So, that's... It's, like it's hitting us that's like a lot that's like a uh, that's a high number a day for people to be dying across San Diego County if that but yeah it's definitely not 800 which is where new york was at their peak
1: yeah sure but i mean uh, in, in, going back to the, flat, the the point behind flatten the curve though is not that people weren't going to get it and people weren't going to die it was right. making sure they don't all get it at once yeah you know so yeah. I, I mean maybe there's still a reason And I mean, conversely, you could look at it like maybe New York is the only place that should open up because it's it's just burned through the population already. Might as well let them reopen and the people that haven't hit yet, they stay closed down. I don't know, but I haven't heard that suggested either. Like nobody's making any sense.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I, I think it is. It's such a hard thing to even talk about, especially for the professionals, you know, and like policymakers, because essentially... What they're needing to talk about is how many people is acceptable to for us to just like let them die and, you know, not be doing as much as we can to stop it. But then you think about the flu and you think, well, that's just how we've been going forward and operating with the flu every year, which kills a lot of people as well. Mm -hmm. It's entirely different because this is like a brand new thing. And I guess that's where that's where I kind of see the second point being which is on top of trying to mitigate the level of compressed death that's happening in like cities. It's also to just try to wrap our head around it as a scientific community as much as possible, since it's literally brand new. Like, we don't know if it can change or like what it looks like when it changes or if people can get it again. And there's like all of these really crazy questions that need to be answered, especially for the city of New York, because they've obviously proven to just like fucking be completely wrecked by it. Mm -hmm. So, to not have that set as a national standard. When you have something like the CDC, you know, that's a national group administering guidelines. I think that's where it gets super confusing, I guess, for people.
1: Yeah. And I I think that's another good point, too. Like, I don't like the idea of a one size fits all policy for it. Like, I don't think that San Diego and New York are experiencing the same thing. And I don't think that they should have the same strategy to deal with it. You know?
0: Yeah. I understand that on principle, too, I guess. Again, I just feel like so much of the success of the protocols to handle this in the smartest way is centered around solidarity too. And like everybody just kind of being on the same page. But we're such a big country, it's so different than like Italy. Yeah. For example.
1: And well, I mean, that's
0: that's
1: ma- go sorry, ahead. go sorry. ahead.
0: No, I well yeah, I mean it's, like, the the most age-old fight in America is, like, states versus nation, mm-hmm. essentially. And so I think that that's, that's what a lot of the shit comes down to, and that's why you see those people in Michigan bringing guns, because they're, like, conflating the issues. Right. It's, like, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't even think it should be state versus federal. I think, it like, really, it ultimately comes down to, like, municipalities and, and counties. Like, that's really basically, everybody's giving Florida shit and praising New York. But when you, when you look at their actual results, like, the governor of Florida basically just left it up to the counties and, and the mayors. And they determined on an in, individual basis what makes sense for their locality. And that seems to have worked a lot better than what New York did.
0: In terms of what?
1: In terms of the outbreak and death,
0: yeah. I By mean,
1: d- it's it's hard, it's hard to compare it to completely different things. I mean, it's almost apples yeah. and oranges, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah,
0: it's know. it's like literally. Yeah, I do not fucking envy the decision makers uh-uh. at all because I get what you're saying and I I get that argument very much, but I also just like. I mean, people travel, for example, and, you know, what if, like, someone from Georgia goes to New York? Like, for when this thing first started, they were literally doing shit like trying to track down patient zero. Mm -hmm. So then when you think about that level of, like, contact tracing, and then the fact that someone from Georgia can just, like be in this society where people are like i don't care if we get sick we don't have to worry about it because of how our city's set up you know it won't like fuck us right and then that person goes to new york and then that's another patient zero in this city that's not equipped to handle it at all and it will like very quickly cause mass death
1: right well i don't i mean i don't think a lot of people are hopping on a plane in new york right now but I, i see your point yeah
0: yeah i did read something that was saying that they're thinking like I forget. Apparently there's like a lot of travel between Florida and New York just during like seasonal changes and stuff. Like a lot of people will have like a house in New York and a house in Florida to jump back and forth to when the seasons are changing. Yeah. Um, And so I did read something that there, one of the expected explanations was, was that stuff was being caused by people like traveling, but I don't know. I, I feel, I mean, yeah, like in San Diego, I definitely feel like in the air there's kind of this sense of like okay we've been here for a while and I'm not sick. I know I know of some people who have been sick and I know of some people who have had family members who have died that were like young in San Diego like yeah Really Mhm If I if my memory is correct on this person um this person that i'm thinking of the post is so far back at this point though but 100% people are dying here though that's for sure right right um so yeah i mean but i do feel like there's this general sense of okay when do we you know like when do we start getting shit going again cuz it really seems like it should be that time I, I get that sense just like it just feels that way in the air here I'm definitely of.
1: feeling it like I get more I, I get more and more like pro opening up each week you know like I said like when this thing thing first started like I was locking down before they even said you had to like I was all in and each week Same. I'm a little less all in you know what I mean
0: yeah I'm just like I mean I'm all in just because I am privileged enough, you know, maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm all in is because I'm I'm doing totally fine right now. Yeah, I mean, that's like, a, that's
1: a really good point, you know?
0: Yeah. On the other hand, I really, really, really have no reason to believe that there's some sort of mass-coordinated effort to collectively fuck over our entire economy, and because of that, I'm going to trust scientists. That's also kind of just how I feel, too. Like, if scientists are saying... San Diego, you still need to be doing this because that's what we need as a medical community, then I'm just kind of like, okay, then I'm here to do that, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's fair. I would just want more information in return. Like, okay, you have to do this until this X, Y, and Z is achieved, and then we're going to do this. So at least I have something to look at and be like, okay, we're almost there. Right now, it's just like, hey, trust us. We'll let you know. Meanwhile, Andrew Tarr went to the ER, and it was empty.
0: Yeah, I have heard... I've heard that there are certain hospitals in the San Diego area that are being hit super hard. Like, I think there's some in Chula Vista that are being hit really hard. Yeah, I
1: heard the South Bay is getting hit worse worse than the rest.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, and then you think about it, they're every day finding more and more evidence that black and brown communities get sick and die so much more from this. So, South Bay is not very, it's not nearly as white as, like, La Jolla
1: Do they know why that is? Are they saying it's a genetic thing or like a socioeconomic thing?
0: I don't... I haven't seen any sort of, like, evidence being presented about it being a genetic thing. I think it's mostly because of the socioeconomics of the comorbidities and just, like, access to healthcare in general. And... But, yeah, like... The higher... Heart disease already is way more present in communities of color, for example, and so just even like that fact alone when they that i think that was the number one highest comorbid- comorbidity that was like listed for having covid nineteen complications heart disease y- yeah heart disease something something with it's not even like lung shit, which is weird to me, but yeah right. it was it was like uh like hypertension and like heart disease. Yikes. So, I don't know. Is that because people with that also live a lifestyle? Leave a lifestyle? um, (laughs) Live a lifestyle.
1: (laughs) High stress, you mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. High stress. That's just like your immunity system in general is just like shittier. Or is it actually because specifically a heart problem doesn't mesh well with COVID-19? You know? I don't know. Probably both. Yeah. Yeah, totally.
1: I don't know. But yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> right exactly but that yeah, is like don't especially take any, don't s-
1: take any advice <laughs> from this podcast by the way we are just speculating this is not meant to. Uh, we're not offering medical advice or or God, policy no. prescriptions
0: yes These, yeah just talking through some shit yeah which uh it's hard to make jokes about this stuff yeah i was,
1: I was gonna say we haven't said anything funny in about 10 minutes do you uh do you want to talk about your no. fat pussy or anything
0: Ooh, fat pussy let's see <laughs> Well, she's doing okay today. I think um, <laughs> she's ready for change. And uh, she sees all. it coming. She's very wise. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I guess to close, we're trying to keep our episodes around an hour now, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us for our longer episodes, by the way.
1: Oh, um, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, if you guys want to hop in our Twitter at at the I disagree pod and let us know your your feedback on what do you think about the longer episodes like what do you think the ideal listening time is for an episode we'd like to know because we've been kind of running long on these like jordan said uh so if you like keeping them under an hour let us know and if you like a little bit more long-winded let us know that too we appreciate your yeah. feedback but sorry to interrupt totally.
0: go ahead no 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 it's totally fine yeah i mean i guess like I've also put myself in a position where I've been so self-righteous about it on Facebook. I've left little room to divert from <laughs> what I originally thought. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> that's,
1: I, <laughs> that's funny too. You were telling me because uh, if if uh, if you're not part of the San Diego comedy scene, there some of the comedians in San Diego are doing this cool thing. It's like a, it's almost like a rogue, like illegal mic where we meet in a parking lot. Everybody sits in their car. Uh, and the mic is uh, hooked up to some kind of FM transmitter, so you can you can tune in from your car to the station, and then comics take turns in the parking lot, and the mic is switched out and sanitized between each comic. and it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> and you were like, I can't do it. I've talked too much shit on Facebook.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't. I just can't. And also, uh, <laughs> it's like, I do, I do also think, I mean, I see that shit, and part of me is like, this is a really fucking cool idea. In three weeks, when people are more allowed to like do shit like that, you know, like when I first rolled up on it, it's like, this is this is great, but also this is still against the rules, this is still like not what we're supposed to be doing. And I know that's such a fucking narc way to look (laughs) at it, but it's just like, come on, guys, just fucking, you gotta tell your fucking is your is your is your shitty butt joke. Not even butt joke, like, I don't know, no <laughs> fucking cat anal joke. Is it that funny? This is open mic. Is your open mic shit that necessary to be broadcasted through the FM airwaves right now that you can't wait for three weeks Aye. or have her-
1: the, the illegality is is kind of part of what i like about it because to me it's just like
0: of course it is you fucking up. incels just kidding
1: Sorry. <laughs> but, but so, so the government <laughs> says hey you guys have to stay inside you have to do this and it's because of these reasons and a bunch of free americans that said you know what we are still free gonna free fo-
0: americans a bunch
1: of free americans god it decided <laughs> you know what we are still gonna follow common sense guidelines we're gonna social distance we're gonna wear masks we're gonna we're gonna sanitize the mic between each comic but you know what we're still gonna fucking do it because we're free. And I you know, I kinda dig it.
0: Yeah, I get that, I guess. But again, this is why this is why the protests should also just like irk me. You're not free. I know you were sold this idea of America as being <laughs> this like land of the free, but you're not. You're just not. That was Go that on. was some Yeah, that was just some fucking marketing that you fell for. That was some consistent Apple nicely packaged looks cool and has pretty colors marketing that everybody has fallen for and you're not free in this country pretty much as long as you live under any sort of government at all you're not free i know that we have amendments and shit but all of those amendments come with caveats
1: sure all of
0: them and this is one of those caveats (laughs)
1: which one which 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 specific caveat in the constitution so that they could just hey everybody's on I house mean, arrest indefinitely
0: well everybody's like talking about you know this is a violation of freedom of speech and right to assemble and shit but it's like or what is it? is a it right to assembly who knows yeah, i'm not yeah. a patriot but there's <laughs> 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 um but <laughs> but it's like you can't. You can. You can. You know. You can say whatever you want up until the point that it doesn't incite violence or like direct harm unto others. For example, or or like the right, right. the right to you know get together. It's like same shit. And if they're making state, city, local, you know mandates, there's not jack shit you can do about that.
1: I would disagree. I, I would say that you can assemble in a parking lot covertly with your comedian peers.
0: I mean, you can, like, existentially. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but I'm like... just busting your boss. I know, I know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're just not protected by the law, like, right. when you're trying to do that shit. And that's, like, it's just so... Part of it is so funny to me to although watch... Did, uh,
1: although, did you hear that uh, one of them got... Uh, uh, police actually showed up and tuned in?
0: I did, and I also heard that, yeah, Jim Pine talked to him or something, and he was, like, super cool, and that's, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I would be lying if I didn't say that, obviously, that sparks a sort of spirit in you that's, like, that's cool. That's, like, that's cool that the police didn't make a super big deal about it. I don't think, you know, like, that's a level of solidarity in itself that's kind of nice, but, but on the other hand, it's, like you're a police officer and you would you would you want to administer the law when i'm going 37 instead of 30 but when this thing happens you're going to sit there and and just like kick back and chill right. when when the reasons for it are like a lot more important i think than me yeah. vaguely trying to get somewhere on time for once cuz you know i can't do that
1: it's impossible
0: it's literally impossible. Um, so, yeah.
1: Well, I think that that's a pretty good place to wrap it up. We're at the 102 mark. Uh, do you have any any closing thoughts?
0: Um. You know, this conversation is going to go on probably for a long, long time. We're going to have a guest back on. We've got guests lined up for the next couple weeks. Um, it was nice to have a mono-y mono yeah. episode, Steve. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's so much shit to dissect and talk about with all of this. Definitely, we would love to hear your ideas and topic suggestions for mm-hmm. any topics that your, your Super Jones in here has talk about. But, um, unfortunately, we put a paywall behind that, and you have to pay for representation. Because, <laughs> similarly to America, we are not a democracy.
1: <laughs> We're a constitutional <laughs> republic. Moving <laughs> forward. <Huh. laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what
0: What about you? you have any closing thoughts?
1: No. Like you said, I'm sure we'll have much more to cover in upcoming episodes because now now we're live. Each new one we put out is going to be recorded uh, the previous two or three days prior. So you're not going to be hearing podcasts that we recorded three months ago anymore. Everything's going to be current. Uh, We will have some new guests next week. And follow us on Twitter at the I Disagree Pod, please uh comment, leave feedback, ask questions. Uh we love it. And if you if you want to get really gangster, you can drop us some some uh <laughs> dollars at <laughs> patreon.com slash i disagree podcast.
0: Yes. Beautifully, beautifully plugged. Also if you want to um subscribe to us on iTunes, that would be immensely helpful if you look us up. I just I mean or or just Apple Podcasts or Spotify or or wherever you listen to podcasts if you could subscribe and even better if you could rate us be oh. honest tear us a new one you mm-hmm. know why yeah. not I wouldn't mind some
1: hate mail <laughs> that would be something fun to, to read
0: <laughs> yes I thought you were going to go somewhere else other than read <laughs> be, we call we have to this masturbate
1: too where, where did you think yeah. I was going with it
0: yes yes oh that is it yes we call it uh, fuck what is it called not like, it's like hate fucking, but for masturbating. It's called, oh, goddamn. Oh, fuck. Something tug. uh, God. A grudge tug.
1: I like it. Okay. Yes.
0: We love those. We're tugging all days. Choo choo. Is tug a train thing?
1: Who We're knows? really running out of steam now.
0: <laughs> Here we are. Trains. There you go. They're everywhere. Everybody, thank you. Um, I think that's all I yeah I can't think of anything else plug wise yeah. Steve Thank I hope you're well. well
1: farewell yes. and be well
0: farewell and be well we will be back next week everybody okay thanks have a great week
1: bye